0: Hello, welcome to The Final Swipe, a podcast about healing our hearts and finding love. I'm your host, Nikki Novo. Do you ever feel a little torn between being too passive and too obsessive over dating? Do you find yourself wanting to take action but not wanting to force things? Well, it sounds like what you're feeling is you want to take some sort of step towards meeting your person, towards changing this whole dating situation you're in, but you want it to feel good. I get that. And you know because I get that so much, because I'm working with with people like you all the time, I want to invite you to something that I know will feel good. It's my new program called High Vibe Dating Group Coaching basically every month we just get to hang out together we get to um, go through lessons so learning you know about dating in a divine feminine kind of way in a much more um, intuitive kind of way the way that I teach but we go deep into these lessons and when I'm teaching them you also get to be live with me so you get to ask questions as I'm teaching and then on top of that we also have another Q&A throughout the month where you get to ask your questions so like if you're dating somebody you're not sure if it's the right thing or you're feeling a little i'm not sure about if my if if i'm if i'm feeling intuitive or i'm feeling afraid i get to answer those questions for you tap into what you're feeling i get to channel that for you and we get to do this together so that you're not alone and um you know we also get to do energetic healings which i really love so it's just really about shifting your energy because you know when we feel like we want to take action but we don't want to do like the whole getting on a dating app or the pushy stuff it's, it's more about like, I, I just want to shift into alignment, you know, cause really that's all it is. You guys, you just got to get you into alignment, into the alignment of your desire, into the alignment of like who, of who you really are. And once we move you into that, it's a direct path. And I don't want you to feel like you need to do this alone. There's no reason for that. And listening to these episodes, episodes are awesome. I mean, I'm, I'm, I love creating them for you, but if you really feel like I need to take a little bit more action, I invite you into the program because you get to, You know, listen and of course be taking in all this information. But because I'm there with you, you get to go in a little bit deeper and actually take some action. And that on its own, that accountability and just that, you know, knowing that, like, okay, I signed up for this thing, like, I'm moving forward to this thing. That is what's going to shift you. So I invite you to the program, High Vibe Dating. It will be life-changing. We've seen many people couple up after being in this program, so I'm really excited to offer it. It's only $67 a month, and you can jump in and jump out. So really, you guys, it's a no-brainer. So I hope to see you there. Head over to NikkiNovo.com backslash membership. Hi, welcome to another episode of The Final Swipe. I am your host, Nikki Novo. All right, guys, today we're going to talk about how to know what is really meant to be. So this is kind of um, an intuition topic we're going to talk because, you know, that is at the at the base of all my work is really I just want you guys to date intuitively. I want you to date in a way that you have an idea of what's going on, that you know how you're going to get there, that you're um, feeling good about it, that you can tell where things are headed. So um, this story that I want to share with you, I think will will help you see, because I'm actually going to tell you a story where my intuition went wrong. And I think it'll help you see, because of what I went through, what where maybe you can tweak your own intuition. So hoping hoping you enjoy that story, this story. But before we go into the story, um, I actually wanted to share a testimonial from... Um, the dating, the high vibe dating, um, group coaching that we have going on right now that I really want you guys to join. If you're listening, if you're like a religious, the final swipe podcast listener, I mean like you must join because we're just going to take this stuff to the next level, um, really get you on path. And I just want to share this testimonial with you. Okay. So this is from Holly and what she's saying is, wow, I don't even know what I can put into words, the impact of the shifts that have happened for me since working with Nikki in her membership. Working with Nikki is, the, is better than working with the best therapist. She cuts through all of the fluff and gets directly to the root of the issue. And then on top of that, gives you specific direction and tools to work with that allow you to move past whatever is blocking you. Since working with Nikki, not only have I stopped dreading the process of dating, but I've walked away from relationships that weren't doing anything for me after struggling for years to do so in therapy. I have a newfound confidence and positive outlook when it comes to dating and my relationship with myself. And the icing on the cake is I'm starting to attract what I truly want. She's helped me get clear about about visualize and manifest a type of relationship I never thought was possible for me. And while I haven't met him yet, I know I have no doubt that he's on his way to me soon. Thank you, Nikki, for all that you do. Oh, so sweet. But just wanted to share that with you so that you can kind of see what people have been getting out of the, um, I call it group coaching, but it's set up like a membership in the sense that it's a lower paying, uh, lower priced option. But, um, you know, I just wanted to share that with you so you can see, what other people are saying really so you don't have to take my word and you can see how it's helping other people to shift so if you're interested in that it's called high vibe dating it is linked into the show notes of this episode it is also on my profile in instagram okay so we'd love to see you there so let's get started on today's episode so i'm wondering if like you've ever dated someone that you thought Like, oh my gosh, this is the person, this is the answer to my prayers, you know, that you just really felt like this is it, you know, that this is the person. And to be honest with you, I probably thought about, thought that like more often than not (laughs) when I was dating, but I met this one particular guy that I was just really, um, you know, working on myself. I was really trying to transition out of this hard place that I was in. So he, he was something I attracted like during that time. And he just came in this like perfect pink bow that I thought like, oh my gosh, like the universe heard me. You know, like that I really just felt very seen and very heard by the manifestation of this person, right? He was good looking and handsome and tall. He went to Harvard. Um, his parents were Cuban, like my parents. Um, his father was actually like, pretty well known in the community, and my mom was like super impressed by that. You know, it was just like a, such a nice fit, like just something that like people would be impressed by, <laughs> right? And like my parents would be impressed by. and he was just like and he you know, on top of all that, honestly, he was a really nice guy. so it wasn't that he had all these like outside allocates, but he really was like like a really, truly like nice guy. and I really and it was funny, I was dating somebody, kind of seeing somebody at the time, um you know, nothing serious, but I was like seeing the sky at the time and I was just like, I dropped everything because I was like, oh my gosh, like this is it. Like this is um, an answer to my prayers. And you know, I, while I wasn't working as an intuitive at that point or I had no idea that I can do the things that I can do today, but I really was, I've always been pretty like intuitive based, you know, like that has always, I've always done my best to like follow my heart and to like follow, follow my intuition. So I really prided myself on that even during that time. So I just thought like, oh, this is it. So I go with this guy a few times, I break everything off. And the truth is that if I looked at like each date, I knew that it wasn't the right fit for me. But as for like the package and as for what I thought I needed that in that moment, which the truth is that in that moment, what I really wanted was to feel like I belonged, um, to feel like I was accepted Um, to feel like you know that I had a place with my friends who all had their boyfriends and that like I could fit in with my own family because I had somebody who was like worthy of them Um, and all these things and I just really wanted to belong and in that moment this person seemed like he would fit that void Um, so you know I in that moment he seemed like the band-aid you know not and I didn't see him as a band-aid I just thought him as like the answer so I, I go on these dates and there's a few things like first of all like I'm I'm a little weird you know like I mean look at the things that I do and and sometimes I would say things that were like a little off at the time I was blogging because I I um that's how I got into dating work I was I was blogging about my experiences and I would go on a bunch of dates and I would blog about them and he he I before we went out on a date he asked me like if I was going to blog about this date. (laughs) And I was like, Oh my gosh, I didn't even know people were reading my blog. And um, I was like, Oh, I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. And, um, (laughs) and I I promised I wouldn't blog about it because he was just like, Oh, that would be weird. But look at me 10 years later, uh, podcasting about it. So ha (laughs) jokes on him. (laughs) But anyways, um, you know, like he didn't like that about me, like he didn't like how I would you know, I was not really censored. I was kind of just always sharing. And um, also just everything was like kind of fake and a little bit people-pleasing in in many ways. Um, But anyways, like I just thought like this was a great guy. So... Though, so I just kept going with it, even though like I just even though it kind of felt like I almost had to censor myself to fit into his world. Um, I just kept moving forward and like kept moving forward. And and you guys, you know, it was one of the things that was kind of a true sign was like I remember we were like messing around once, like not not having sex, but like getting there. And it was just so awkward, you know, and it was like kind of like, I don't know. It just felt like I couldn't be sexy i had to be proper (laughs) and i was like this doesn't work for me um but anyways so the last time we hang out coincidentally uh this guy is friends with a good friend of mine a guy friend of mine that is also friends with my brother and um i've known this friend our friend in common for many years and this so i'm going out with this guy and he's telling me like oh we should hook up our friend in common with one of your friends and i'm thinking like oh i don't really have any single friends right now and like the only one i can think of like i just don't think they would be a match like i just don't think so and he's like well i'm gonna mention it to our friend in common and like see what he thinks and the friend in common was like please like introduce me to your girlfriend and i was like this is i think this is a weird hookup but okay so we all um do like a like a group i just have like a little party at my house and invite i invite him and um my friend like didn't, she like flaked, she didn't show up. And I was like, Oh, you see, like wasn't meant to be. And then, um, but the guy I'm seeing, he was like really persistent. He was like, no, like we really need to introduce them. And I was like, okay, well I just, I don't think it's going to work, but okay. And then we try like a second time we do like a group date and, uh, my friend shows up, we, we like actually get out and they, um, they, they actually like kind of hit it off but on their first date like the four of us together my girlfriend um bumps into the my mutual friend and he dumps wine all over her outfit and i'm like oh my gosh this is so bad and we're you know we we were at an event and then we left that event and we were driving and my home like was the closest so i was like you guys let's just stop at my house i have shout that you know stuff that takes off stains um i have that like let's just pass by my place and um i'll clean it for her and that way like she's not here with like a totally stained like dress um so we get we get it we go to the friend and common's apartment my girlfriend then trips like getting off the elevator i mean it's like a disaster of an evening and nobody's drunk by the way guys this is just like just messy sloppiness we get into my my friend's apartment our, our mutual friend and, you know, my girlfriend takes off her shirt and I start cleaning it with a shout and I like, I put the shout on the, on the shirt and I'm like, oh my gosh, like this kind of looks like jizz, like come, <laughs> you know? And they were like all so shocked by me saying that. Um, and in that moment I was like, did I just say something wrong? But then I thought, no, but that, that's like, you know, it's just really who I am. And um, you guys, honestly, that was like the end of our relationship, um, I, I, th- like, I just was like really showing up as myself and it was almost like kind of like the most extreme version of myself, I guess, that like very uncensored place of me. And it was interesting that I was showing up like that because I didn't even mean to, but those things were coming out. And sure enough, like he kind of just started like slow fading me out. But, and that was like, you know, that, and I was just like, oh man, like I really thought this was meant to be like, I feel so embarrassed. Like, and it really made me feel not good enough because it was somebody that seemed good enough. You know what I mean? Like Harvard grad, like all these things, like friends in common, like just all the things, you know, and that, um, quote unquote rejection felt really personal, um, even though I teach all the time, the rejection isn't personal, you guys, but I, it felt personal. Like it felt like it was me. Um, and the truth is, it (laughs) was, it was me, right? Like it was the way that I was for somebody who's more of a people pleaser and somebody who is more like kind of status quo. I'm not a good fit because like, I'm a little bit more, um, like I'm just, I'm more uncensored because my life is about being uncensored so it was personal in the sense that it was me but like who wants to not be like a full version of themselves but fast forward the friends that we introduced you guys are married have two children (laughs) like um obviously like have this whole life together um and it was And it's just like fascinating to me because I thought that he was meant to be, but like actually something else was meant to be right in the relationship, in in the coming of us together. And that moment, that relationship uh, really taught me that, that like many times we're looking, we think things are meant to be because we're like very zoomed in to our life. And at the moment he did look like an answer to a specific prayer, which was like, I just want to like belong. I just want to feel accepted. Um I just want to feel whole, right? And if I zoom into my life, that was a good solution. Like he would have been a good solution for that. But what's funny is that now fast forward, right, 10 years later, and if I would if I would have zoomed out in that moment, I would have been like, "Oh my gosh, absolutely not." Well, I didn't know what the future held for me of course. I had you guys at the time I was an editor, right? I was working at like Msn and NBC and Refinery29. I was I was um a magazine and an online editor just writing about fashion and beauty and like on the you know, I looked glamorous, right? But if you fast forward, like I was called to do this work. Like look at me now like doing readings and and channeling things and like all sorts of weird stuff that like definitely that guy and his family would not have accepted me if I would have been called to that. And that would have been a big problem, right? Because I probably would have ended up sacrificing like who I truly am to be in that relationship, or we would have broken up or we would have gone divorced and, you know, who knows like how deep into it, you know, we would have gotten. And the the thing about intuition is that we think that intuition is supposed to give us a direct answer. Like that it's supposed to tell us all the information like in that moment. And if it's not a no, you know, if it's a no, we're thinking like, well, why you know, like when that was like a no, it was very it felt like, oh my gosh, it must be me. But what I didn't understand it was like it's a no because that's not in alignment with what my my future life is going to be. And what I was really hoping to be that like my my deepest desire was to be truly me, right? And to be truly accepted. And I am in a marriage that I am fully accepted. And, you know, I give my husband a lot of credit because when he married me, I was that editor and I grew, in, I grew into who I am today, right? Um, being this person that like openly talks about the things that I believe in and he just rolled with it with me. He supported me. He um, accepts me. He d- never questions me. And at the end, that was my, in, that was in that 10 years prior when I met that guy, like that was my deep desire, right? My deep desire was to feel like accepted and that I belonged and all those things. And I did get that, that was, I, that, an, that prayer did get answered, but it got answered not in the way that I thought it was going to get answered. And it got answered probably a little bit longer, uh, like a little f- f- uh, more further in the future, right? When I met Benny so I I guess like, you know, what I want to tell you too is that like intuition may not always have clear answers for you when things don't pan out, when they really fall apart in that way to never feel like uh, you did something wrong or that you missed the signs or that you got something wrong to think about that there's other intentions that you have set out and there's other dreams that you have set out that are being answered, by the breaking apart of this current thing or there being um, uh, like that there's a much longer term, there's a much bigger vision for what you think, what you're maybe thinking is like a short term solution or what you think is like, oh, it's a long term solution, but it's actually, that would have been a short term solution. So we always want to do our best. I'm always reminding my clients to zoom out because I know it's really easy to zoom in. But I want you to like zoom really, really out and be like, okay, like in the long term, does this fit, you know, in the long, in the very long run, like it, does this align with like the very big vision of my life? And I know that it's like scary to do that because it does feel like, oh my gosh, well, am I asking for too much? Like, am I ever going to meet somebody who like fits that long-term vision? Like, um, that is requires a lot of trust you know and it's it's really really scary because it's easy to feel like there's nobody to fit that that like nobody um that you're asking for too much that like you know you're you're not going to get what you want um but it's just like gosh like it's crazy it's really really crazy how things work out like that guy was just one example of of the guy that would have never accepted what i do today but there's a lot of guys that would have never been able to handle being by my side so you know, you got to really trust that, like, you're setting out these intentions, like, these very big intentions, like, of, like, you know, of of what you want to feel in a relationship, which is why I always teach what you want to feel, right? If you read The Final Swipe, I talk about that a lot. Um, I talk about manifesting from that place, not from the exterior, because if I would have been like, oh, I want to manifest, like, you know, a guy who went to a good school and, you know, blah, 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 I would have manifested, like, that guy. But he didn't give me the feelings of wanting to belong, right? And like wanting to feel accepted, like he couldn't have given, he might have given that to me in the moment because of who I was in the moment, but long-term he would have not been able to give that to me. So, um, you know, you really have to trust in the, how I want to feel. You have to trust in the mystery of like why things are falling apart. Um, I really want you to know that you are supported and you have a lot of help around you, especially the more you surrender, you know, the more you stop trying to make Trying to force things to, uh, to work, the more like the universe will come in and it'll take things away from you and it'll place things in your path and it'll push you up against the wall and things like that. And those are, um, that is divine intervention, you know, and that like there is a reason for all of those things. And what is what you think is meant to be may not be exactly what is meant to be, right? Like I knew there was something about that relationship, but I guess I missed that it was actually the coming of those two friends, like we introduced them and they have a little life together, you know? And and, and it was funny because the guy that I was dating was the one who was very persistent about making, and I knew his friend, like I had known his friend, um, for a long time and I would have never thought to introduce him. So there was something meant to be in that relationship, but it wasn't us, right? It was, it was a coming together as a meeting of sorts. So I just want to invite you to zoom out. Um, I also want you to I want to invite you to trust and surrender to remember that um, that we don't always just because we're intuitive doesn't mean that we're always going to have all the answers or that we're going to always be able to see why things are not happening and if something like is falling from your fingers like I don't want you to think that you did something wrong um, or that you were wrong in your intuition, or that you got it wrong, or whatever. I want you to be like, okay, let's see how this pans. You know, like really take the approach of like, okay, I trust. I trust that there's a reason for this, that there's a meaning to this, and that this will pan in some sort of way that is in my highest and greatest good, because the that falling apart was really in my highest and greatest good, right? Because it brought me to my husband, who is the perfect partner for like what I do. I mean, he lets me do all the crazy things and never questions me and never judges me for it. And most people, at least from my culture, from my community, that wouldn't wouldn't allow that, you know? So really trusting, really surrendering, um, really not trying to hold on to anything that doesn't want to be held on to, okay? So I want you to even just look in your life today and see if there's anything that you are artificially holding on to, right? That like is like that um life support, you know, that's on life support that like you're keeping it alive. Um or letting or or what or seeing if like well maybe if I would like let go a little bit, like what happens to this, right? Like letting things pan in the way that nature would want them to pan, right? So that guy kind of just he started slow um fading me and I guess I could have like I don't know, maybe I could have been really forceful about it. Maybe I could have fallen, followed up and maybe I could have, like, you know, created like run ins because now our friends were dating, all those things. But I was like, no, like, okay, fine. Like, I mean, I was obviously hurt, but I didn't, I also was like, I guess from the hurt, I didn't want to like force anything. And sometimes we do force some relationships because we're trying to move them along, but it's like, are we artificially keeping this thing alive? And I, I want you to look at your life and that may not just be in dating, you know, it could be in anything. Like, what am I putting like too much effort into that, like to survive. And if it's trying to leave me, like to trust that, that the reason something is leaving because something else is trying to come, come in. So, um, I know your question is probably like, well, how much long after you let that go, Nikki? <laughs> uh, oh, gosh, let me see if I can get a timeline because it was around a wedding. I want to say like after I started like really getting into that letting go mode, I um, I met my husband like six months later, six to nine months later, I want to say. And it was just like, I don't know if you guys have ever, ever experienced this, but it was like almost in a way like life was just happening for me and I was just there for the ride. Like that's really what it felt like. I was just like, all right, like, you know, like things were just you know i was obviously um involved in my life but things were just kind of happening pretty quickly and being taken from me and and um there was just so much change and all these things and uh le- like not holding on to stuff was probably the best thing that i did in that moment to be able to like bring something in so trust let go surrender and and keep moving forward All right. Hope that was helpful. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out and DM. I always love hearing from you guys. Um, Sometimes it feels like a one-way conversation. (laughs) So let me know. And if you could leave a review, I would super appreciate it. And hope to see you in the membership. All right. Talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening. For more guidance on your journey to the final swipe, please visit me at NikkiNovo.com.